Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. Welcome back to We're the Walking Dead. This is your host, Ian. Also known as E, I guess I'm rolling with that. E's fine. Yeah. E works. We'll go with E. And I am joined by my awesome co-host here. Hello, it's Medzi from Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me back. Hey, man. Thanks for I joining really me. I say thank you since, you know, I'm on this show. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a show of this that I haven't been on, but thanks anyway. <laughs> we are back after a uh, little bit of a hiatus after we found out we were going to war here. This is a beyond a hiatus, man. Yeah. I don't even know. Be honest with you, I don't know what number episode this is. Nope. <laughs> I have no clue. I want to say seven, eight. Nine. Yeah. Hey, it's been a while. It's been, it's a, been while. a while. So just to catch everyone up, if we have some new listeners, if we have listeners who are back, uh, this is a spoiler-ridden show on the comic, on the TV series, you name it. Anything Walking Dead, you name it. If you have not caught up on the book or you care about spoilers for the TV show, do not listen. Read that stuff. Watch that stuff. Come back. Right. You are going to be mad, I can promise you. <laughs> so... Catch up on everything, then come back to us. Yes. So, so with, with that being said, we, it's been such a long time that we have a lot to talk about. There is a lot. We gotta, we're going to fit a lot, as, as much as we can, into a half hour. So I think it's only fair that we start with the show. The show. Because a hundred episodes. Let's first off. That's yeah. a huge, well, that's a well done. big thing for, well done, a, for, for AMC and The Walking no, I'm Dead. I'm going to give that to Kirkman. Well, yeah, but it's still, you know, <laughs> AMC and The Walking Dead. Still, I'm not you giving know. it to AMC. Well, good job, Kirkman. Good job, guys. <laughs> good job. Um, they're, yeah. they're, they're making me watch like 30% commercials now. <laughs> uh, no. that's, for a, that's a whole nother episode although, on that. <laughs> although, that AMC premiere, did you see that? So what? there's a new, for the, anyone listening who has Comcast, uh, AMC and Comcast oh, partnered yeah, up yeah. to do something called AMC Premiere. What essentially this means is you can watch The Walking Dead with no ads. You can also watch it earlier than it actually releases, which is kind of scary because it means avoid social media at all costs because mm. someone's going to spoil something for you. But I do love the idea of no ads. How much do you think that would cost? AMC with no ads. Ah. Uh... Nine ninety nine, five bucks a month. Ooh, that's not bad. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. I if mean, that's on the Apple TV, Preacher, I mean, that, that, ooh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. AMC. I'm not just talking Walking Dead. I'm talking AMC. Yeah, an exclusive content. All of that. So it's kind of a tidbit. But when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's a great. I, idea. I did see it, and I was a little skeptical because I knew that AMC. I kind of saw little rumors here and there with Walking Dead and what AMC is going to be this this uh, season with. Um, more expletive talking and everything like that. And when I saw the AMC premiere thing, I was like, is that what they were talking about? Like, is if that they're, it? They're losing, they're losing viewers constantly. And right. We, and we always talk about how much we hate the commercials in Walking Dead. Oh, so bad. They're continual. They never end. It's, it's, yeah. it's bad. That's because they don't have any other moneymakers. It's Walking Dead and that's it. That's what AMC's got. Yeah. So with that being said, 
this is a brilliant way to get some more capital into that station. Yeah. Especially with them being sued, but we're not going to go into that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another episode right there. But I, um, what I hope, I, I mean, I didn't even see, is it available on like Apple TV, Roku's? Is it an, is it anything like that yet? Do you I know, don't, or? I think it's strictly for, yeah. um, I will know. I think Comcast, it, maybe you sign up with Comcast. You have to be a Comcast subscriber for this to work, mm. but I don't know if that's going to affect your yeah. apps, but I would assume it would. I'll have to look into that. But who cares? Let's get yeah, into quick, the meat. Quick plug for AMC premiere Dude. there. <laughs> All right, so if you've been reading the books for a while, you know that right now in the show, we're at All Out War. Oh, yeah. Hands down, the best arc of Walking Dead. Well, the whispers were good, but woof. Yeah. All Out War was phenomenal. All Out War is probably my favorite part of the, like, from the introduction of Negan on, like, All Out War is just what you've been waiting for as a Walking Dead fan. A lot of people who are not fans of the comic or haven't read the comic I think after last season are a little beaten down. Yeah, they're 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 done with they're the, done with Walking Dead. The numbers for the season eight premiere are the lowest they've ever been. Yeah, it's so a lot of people are are they've had it with Walking Dead. They're tired of how they're dragging and it out. Pansy Rick all the time. I mean, it's I get it. I get it. It was a rough season to sit there. You're like, oh my god, move on. Right. I mean, it, it, we as the the ones who have read the comic, and and for those of you that are that are listening that have listened to the comic as well too, like this is actually exciting times now. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're getting there. Here's the difference. When you're reading the books, I mean, other than the fact that you got to wait a month for each issue to come out, if you were did anything like the rest of us where you binged probably like what the, we probably binged the first 70 of them, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. With, with that being said, the comics move at such a faster pace. They do. And the show is designed to be stretched out and slowed down. And in a season like se- uh, Seven, where Rick is kind of bowing to Negan, like because he has to, I don't, I don't blame the character for that at all. But it's hard to watch because it's continual and it's annoying and it's sad, and you're like leaves you in a bad mood. Right. So at no point are you like happy about anything that's going on. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I understand why people aren't coming back this season, but I wish they would because if they do all out war the way it's supposed to be done, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I I um with with that continued theme of what season 7 was giving, I think with the just the continued like Negan was was having people captured and just like torturing Daryl and like it was a very just like dark theme to season 7. And I think that just kind of got overused I think a little bit with with what Negan was delivering. And I what I liked really quick cuz I'll let you get to your point, but what I liked with the start of this season is the way uh, the message that Rick was portraying to the rest of the crew and, and the, just this uplifting speech that was kind of, um, you know, flash forward and flashback throughout the episode of of Rick talking to the crew. And it just seemed way more uplifting and it they were was. more cheerful. And in, until Ezekiel started talking and then nobody cared about what Rick yeah. said. <laughs> Shiva was the only one who agreed with him. And she was like, she roared at him. She the, was the only one. <laughs> the moment Ezekiel speaks, the re- ever, I'm like, I'm listening. Yeah. Ezekiel is the, is the epitome of a speech giver. <laughs> yes. You can't, you can't not help but feel empowered after he talks. Even oh, yeah. when he gives those little pep talks. Oh, yeah. Today is your day. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean, and then you got Maggie coming out of the out of the woodwork, really stepping up and showing the, the leader that she's destined to be. Right. I really like that as well. Well, Rick even kind of gave her the, the little comment that Rick made was kind of uh, the I'm handing off the baton to you once this is all over type of thing. So a little bit of like a foreshadowing. But I would really love if the AMC producers and, uh, and editing team would, for the love of God, 
Just <laughs> tell a linear story. Stop with the flashbacks and the sideways yeah. and the alternate timeline. Just tell me the story. Yeah. You cutting between three different things, especially when you end the show with the same speech that you open with. I thought I was like, like that I missed the end of the show and they're rerunning it. Yeah. So give give a little insight into uh, kind of what went, what went on in this episode with that. So we started uh, with this great speech. But then all of a sudden we got old man Rick. And then we also have crying, sappy, red-eyed Rick. And then we go into All Out War. Then we go back into the crying, sappy, red-eyed Rick. <laughs> then we go back into to, to old man Rick again. It's like, okay, dude, oh, stop. Yeah. Just tell me the story. Stop flat. I mean, okay, if you're a reader of the book, and since this is a spoiler-ridden show, this is my last warning. But we know that old man Rick is a thing. Right. I do believe that we are seeing the beginning of that. I do. Because they even mentioned the fair. And we know with the whispers, the fair is a big deal. So when they say uh, everyone's getting ready for the fair, what they're referring to is the fact that all of the towns get together in, in, in singularity, essentially, and create right. a fair that all of them can have some fun, right? And there's no fun in these worlds anymore. So they have this fair. Fair's a big deal, especially when we're thinking of the whispers. Well, that's down the line. I was literally just going to say, wasn't Alpha at the fair, too? Yeah. yeah so. Alpha could be in those towns. Mm. I mean, we don't know. And I like your theory, but we'll get into that in yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alf, with with all that being said, I think all of that is a flash forward. But you know what? Screw you guys, man. We're yeah. not there yet. We don't need to be there. Stop showing me that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I was overall satisfied with episode one, uh, with the flash forwards and the flashbacks Dude. and constantly jumping. For someone who doesn't understand what's going on, how the hell were you able? Like it's, the one one person who I was talking to was like. I couldn't follow what was going on because it kept jumping around from one scene to another. And it, it, like, it, that's how the episode started too. Like it showed the cane, it showed the clock. And I was like, Oh my God, I knew it. I knew they were going to do that this season with doing like a flash. Basically that this season oh, is going to be, means they're going to keep that going too. Right. Exactly. Keep that going. And it, it, it ruins so much. It yeah. ruins so much. Yeah. Because it, it, it makes you go back and look at the season and realize that none of it matters. Exactly. It's it's the whole thing with old man Rick. And when I was reading the comic after all out war is they skipped some time there. Yeah. Right. Once all out war finishes, there's a time jump. Yeah. And we don't know what that time is. So when you saw that, when I opened up, I was like, did I miss a book or something? Did I miss an issue? Like, what the hell happened? Old man Rick, and you're like, Rick looks weird. Like, what the hell happened? It's like, no, that was a time jump. So the fact that they're introducing this now is. It, it's almost defeating the whole purpose of what we're about to go through. It's also the, the yeah, I mean, it's because it's showing that there's something on the other side. It's that's going to be trying better. to stretch out the shows while trying to be creative. Right. It's but stop failing. Stop bad. You it's don't bad. need to stretch out the show. You already have us. Yeah. And I get it. You want to show as many ads as you can. I get it. You want to make, I mean, look, you've got, you've got no real money makers on that station. AMC right. is struggling for money right now. I mean, they're not really, but they don't have the income that they had when Breaking Bad was around and right. Mad Men was around and Walking Dead was around. All of a sudden, it's just Walking Dead. Right. And they got great shows. I'm not saying that any of the shows are bad. They actually have some really right. great television. And you keep telling me to watch Preacher. I haven't Preacher, watched that one yet. Although Preacher season two is, is getting rough. But, oh, boy. Um, that, that's here nor there. My point being is, is that they're scared of, of the show catching up and coming to an end. Mm. They already said that they have no interest in ending it, but they also don't want to get original here. They want to take a good roadmap that they have. They want to make it something new for us that have read the books. And they want to stretch it out as long as humanly possible. Mm. The problem is, is it's, it's see-through now. 
It's transparent. I yeah. get what you're doing. And the problem is it annoys me. Yeah. So, and that's why you're losing viewers. If you would keep this show at a steady pace, one of the coolest things about the book is that when somebody dies, you don't have a chance to mourn. Right. That's it. You got to move on. Right. It sucks, but you got to move. And the only time that you really get a chance to mourn was when it was a big character and they, they, the story allotted time for you to mourn. Right. Like with Andrea dying in the books recently. Oof. Right. It was a whole, it was a gut punch. That was, that so, was bad. And there was a whole issue mourning her. And even Kirkman wrote a nice little letter at the end about how he didn't want to do it. Right. right? All of that stuff is important. But at the same time, what makes it special, like a, like a Game of Thrones, is that when something bad happens, you don't have time to mourn. You got to move on. Right. And this this stretching the death of a character out to two episodes, yeah, and then a whole episode of mourning, and then then going referring back to it for like four or five episodes after that, it's like my yeah. god, guys! It's it's there. There's that was a couple things I wanted to mention with uh, with episode one hundred that they did reflecting back on older episodes, but that was actually what I was going to say is uh, they had a good recipe. I feel like earlier on in season three, even season four, um, with the way that they progressed through the season. I think now it's just how can we stretch this out as long as possible? It is. You know, and, 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 and I think you and I were talking about this with how this season is going to play out. Um, I don't see All Out War being stretched out for, what, 16 episodes, I think it is. It's going to happen within the first it's, half of the season. The, the, the end of this, of this episode, the end of it, episode 100, I was not expecting us to hit that point so quickly. Right. When they all started shooting in the air, that whole thing is such a cool moment in yeah. the books. That was ruined with all this setup. Right. The point of that whole scene was to go, what in the hell are they doing? Right. Why are they doing this? Right. And then all of a sudden the zombies come and attack the sanctuary. And you're like, oh my God, they didn't have the numbers, so they got the dead to fight for them. That's dope. Right. I think but that- But this, them tracking the horde? Well, so here's my thing with that. I liked the way that they tracked it. Like that scene with Daryl when he rode by on his bike and then waited the extra second for the walker to be in his view and then shot the gun in blue. I thought that was so cool. I think the way that this was produced and the way it was cut could have been cut way better. Like, for example, when Negan's talking, oh, you don't have the numbers. Boom. That should have been right there where someone drove, drove the van in and then the walkers came. Like, that would have been so much more of like a holy crap moment. I think it was just played out like just the whole... drawn it out. Yeah. The whole, what did he say? The um, uh, What was Negan's joke there? It was uh, a pissing contest. Between him and Rick, it just standing there, and it was like that's exactly what it was. Although they I drew did, that out for like six minutes, I did like Rick in that moment. Oh, it was great. He finally You're had to make me count. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll count. Rick had a power moment, and it was overdue because after last season, Rick needed that, and I think the viewers needed that too to be like, yeah, Rick. But there's yeah. a lot of fun to be had still. Oh yes, all that war gets a lot of fun. Yes, and and Negan it just gets better and better and better. And oh better yeah, as the, as this as the book and the show goes. Right. For those that don't read the comic, Negan is not not done and over with just yet. So mm. at the end of that episode, one little quick thing I want to talk about really quickly with the uh, with with episode 100. Sorry. Um, is going to be Gabriel at the end there. What do you think? I, I think Gabriel's going to be fine. He's going to be used as a bargaining chip. Mm. I think Gabriel's got too much story left in him. I think you could get rid of Gabriel because it's not necessary. Uh, you can have that, his, his demise in right. the book happen to any character because it's, uh, but he's a prime example of you not having a chance to mourn. Right. I mean, this dude, so spoiler alert, I don't know why I keep saying that, but, <laughs> He's coming down off a tower and he sees the zombies coming and he's right. like, oh, I got to warn somebody. 
He trips, breaks, he breaks his, his leg. leg, and he hangs upside down, and the zombies eat him. Right. And that's, I mean, that is not a just-deserved death for a character like we that. We actually had six, seven months to mourn Gabriel's death since the last time that we had our show. <laughs> um, what I really liked about it, though, is uh, he's kind of taking the place of Holly in the comics. Because oh, Holly God. was the one that was technically left back. Oh, that's really good. That's going to be, he's going to be Holly. So if that's Holly, imagine well, how no, gut wrenching that, that could was be. Really, no, Sasha was Holly. They just, instead of black bag, oh, you know, they put her in the casket. Yeah, Sasha was I Holly. guess. Yeah. Sasha was Holly. But for that moment, though, Holly was the one who drove the van in uh, in the comic, and then Negan brought her back, and he was she was the bait for Yeah, her, and she for, was wearing, yeah, and she was wearing right. the same thing they did with so, Sasha. So, so that'd be redundant. And I think I think Sasha was uh, was a lot more clever than Holly. Yeah, because Holly just got gung ho and decided to try and take them on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where Sasha had that had the, the whole episode dedicated yeah, to her plotting it. What a like. OK, you're right. It was a weird episode. Not yeah. a lot of people like Sasha. But that whole her being in the casket and dying. Right. And you don't realize she's dying until the very end. Right. Is really cool. It, you go back, cool. especially watching it a second time was really, really cool. And the way that she used the poison, she's like, you're right. Only one person has to die. And then she poisoned herself to become a, to sabotage Negan instead of be, instead of that same scene playing in reverse where it was a sabotage against Rick. Right. I thought that was clever. That's a time that I'll tell you, say Scott Gimple, you change things. And I loved it. Yeah. That, that was a good episode. Sometimes you change things and I'm like, dude, what I, I you're, it's so blatant and transparent that, that of what you're trying to do that it, it frustrates me. Right. But that one, kudos, sir. And that was for me. That was redemption for Sasha because I was not a big fan of Sasha. But no. Anyways, um. So moving on to the other TV series that they have for uh, uh, the, the one that this show <laughs> is basically named after. Right. Uh. For Fear the Walking Dead. Um. Not a very popular series for everybody. Um. I, I know. It, I lost me, man. It lost me. It's, thank God you do this show. Yeah. I tried. I tried, and the first half of that show had no zombies in it. And I'm so like, where you got to be kidding me. Where did you leave off? I left after, um, what's his name died? I left after Travis died. Mm. When Travis died, I was like, I really like Travis, and I okay. don't really need this show in my gotcha. life. <laughs> I, yes, I think that's actually, that was the last time we actually talked about Because it got into this too. weird interpersonal, like, the, the, the Native Americans versus yeah. the settlers, and it's like, okay, I get kind of what you're doing here with it trying to... You know, playoff history. I kind of get it. Yeah, it's. I don't care enough about either of these groups. Yeah, it's. This show has a really bad way of trying to make people care. Like you're forcing things on screen to say you're going to care about this. Well, you know what? I don't. Right. I don't care about those settlers. I don't care about any of the people in that town. I care about my group. I cared about Travis. I wanted to know what hit. Even when his son went crazy in the last season, I loved all those episodes. Right. But when you make me try and make me intrigued on a character that I just don't care about, then it just makes me not want to watch your show. Yeah. The, I think the problem with, with fear is there's not much substance to the show. There can be, there's times that it's really good. Right. But overall, there's not much substance. Granted, I I haven't finished season three yet because I need something to kind of watch in the midst of the weekly episodes of Walking Dead. Um, and like, I don't I don't mind season three. And the biggest thing for me, season three is, got better. I'll tell you, it that. did get better. And it, for me is the character development. I mean, granted, everyone outside of um, God, what's her name? 
the, the, the mom. I absolutely despise her character. She try they I don't know if it's her character or who it is, but they're trying for her so hard to be a Rick type of character, a Rick Grimes character, and she's not. Um like constantly making decisions that go against the leadership for the sake of her trying to be a leader when those decisions don't make sense. Um, like causing conflict between the the Native Americans and then the stupid Madison. Madison, you stupid character. You know what I mean? But that's just my constant frustration with her character in that show is why are you doing that? It makes no sense. Some of the decisions that she makes. Her kids are great. Her her kids are awesome. Stellar. Daughter's really cool. Nick's really cool. There's a lot to like about Nick. I like that he's an adrenaline junkie. Even at the towards the end when he actually found drugs again. Like right. he's all stoned during the apocalypse. It's it would look, if you're a junkie and you're surrounded by the dead. <laughs> right. I, Why not? It's not a shock to think you'd use again. Right. It's he there's a lot of character with him. Um I even like what's the um the the the, the guy who tortures people. Uh oh um oh my god what's his name? Oh uh, Ruben, god. right? No. No, you're talking about the son? No, his the dad. Uh, oh, um oh my god, why I'm am I blanking sure on his name? I'm pretty sure it's Ruben. No, it's not Ruben. It's um well, well I'll I'll look that he up. I'll Secret get back Services. to that. Remember yeah, in the no, first he, season he was so, shaving that guy's arm off? So his character is actually one of the reasons why I like that show. I love his character. He's a brutal, brutal character. He is... Who would have ever thought when you first meet him that that's who he was going to become? Right. His his character is awesome. It's Daniel. Ruben is the actual, uh, is the actual um, actor's name. Uh, but Daniel in the show, oh, he's... And, and Victor... Oh, Victor's I, a great character. He's such a snake, though, man. He's such a he's a fun character to watch. Well, like he, you know, he's um he's like Eugene. He's an opportunist. Yeah, yeah. He's an opportunist. Which oh, he, for sure. He, he for he's sure out for himself. Exactly. And you make a mistake of thinking that you're a big group with him, but no. Right. The end of the, and that's what's so redeeming about him when you do have these like him. When remember when him and Madison got drunk? Right. It's a fun scene. Right. But I, I love that that scene turned into just spiraled out of control when they kept making too much noise. Yeah, it's he he's a he's a fun character to watch. I think to to your biggest point, though, um, the the son and the daughter are the most fun to watch. But though. let's take the let's 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 take a break. We're let's talking a, a lot about the shows mm. and a lot of cool things have happened in the books. And I really that's what I really want. Let's talk do about. it. I think because, you're right. All right. The last cool character introduced on The Walking Dead was Negan. Okay. Right. Alpha, right. beta, cool, but meh. Meh. I mean, Alpha was kind of cool, but, you know, Alpha lost her head oh, yeah. and that was that. Well, we got a new one in town. But wow. Princess? With a bam. So cool. She's pretty dope. I don't know why I like her <laughs> as much as I do because she is, she's like a Deadpool in the Walking Dead world. Yes. You know oh my I mean? God. That's a great comparison. That's what she is, but she is so much fun. It's like a breath of fresh air I was, in that show. I was just going to say, she's a very refreshing new character, like a different take that they- A little crazy, a little, yeah. little out there. Yeah. It's, it's like similar to kind of like- the the good spectrum of Negan. <laughs> Negan is like the when, is like the sarcastic like. But like, she's got a temper too, which I love. Oh, like yeah. she's surrounded by people, and she's like, "Excuse me." Do you want to know what she is? She's a wild card. She's absolutely a wild card. <laughs> and I love she runs around a giant spear and a Gatling gun. I yeah. mean, come on, she's great. I when, I, she, when she said. When she said, all right, guys, if they're bringing him with me, and, and um, Michonne. Michonne was like ready to kill him. I was just kidding. I'm yeah, alone. she's like, all right, guys, come on out. She's like, what are you doing? 
I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, I'm just kidding. I got you. Like, that was great. She so, runs out with the spear and then somebody killed the walker. She goes, I just wanted to show you what the spear could do. Yeah, I, I love the breath of fresh air she brings. Uh, I'm interested to see where her character goes. Um, Negan, a lot of character development with him. Um, big speech that he had kind of defending Rick against oh. uh, the former saviors. Which or was I guess such a kind of... deflating moment for Rick, too. Yeah. That well, Negan had to come in and save the day. Right. Because his Rick was doing... Like, I, I don't disagree with Dwight. So for if you're not caught up on the book and you don't care about spoilers, right now, I mean, as we know, Negan's still around. Right. Uh, the saviors are very... They do not want to be with Rick. They don't care about Rick. And They're indifferent to Rick. Was I don't think they Sherry? want to help him. Was a Sherry, I believe yes, her name was Sherry. Sherry, who was a, who became the leader of the the Saviors, wanted to have a sit down with Rick, and then ended up attacking him and dying, dying in a very like almost million dollar baby kind of died on a chair. Right. You know what I mean? It like, was kind of stupid. No, I get it. It was because it creates diversity or adversity between sure uh, Rick animosity. And Dwight. Right. Adversity. Right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that's the right word. Um, yeah, the problem is I said diversity first. Right, so that definitely the wrong word. <laughs> that's what threw me off. That's what threw me off. Anyway, um, that because uh, Dwight and Sherry had a thing, right? right? And then it was, it was not his wife, but it was like it, it was, was fling. Kinda. It was like his fling. Kinda. Um, and when she died, that it hit Dwight hard. And Dwight and I love Dwight's line when he goes, "I know that that's what you think happened, but that's not all that happened." Mm. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm only getting your side of the story. And I saw what happened with the with the the saviors when they came to the door and somebody right. else had to save you because you escalated the problem yeah. too far. Because Rick he still has that temper. Although right. he's old man Rick, he's still got that Oh, he showed it too. Like that like that I'm gonna just stab you temper. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's big for where Rick's character is going, the fact that Dwight is now challenging Rick. Yeah, what's one and, more grave? Yeah. Oof. And and Rick had a good response to it, but I, I think this is Dwight's not necessarily wrong. No, he's not wrong. And he's... it's I think this is kind of I I hope this is alluding to some arc that we now have with Rick, because I feel like Rick has remained pretty dormant for for a period of time now he's just been the wise old man yeah so it's is this does this is this the means of the end of rick is dwight gonna backstab him like something Did something's gotta happen imagine with imagine if that's how rick dies i hope not that's just not stabbed it's not epic enough like it's got to be something big for rick he's he's been through so much hell you know um i almost don't want him to die like that at all but it's yeah yeah he, I, honestly if you were gonna give him a death i'd say like the andrea death where he gets bit and then slowly turns and then Carl has to take out his dad. Instead mm. of that would have been to me what yeah. Andrea went through should have been the death of Rick. Yeah, but Andrea would have been more heart wrenching if Andrea just died. Right. Like yeah. Andrea just got like shot. Shot. A, yeah. Just, right. Like you're like a whole meeting's happening and then Andrea, boom, bullet hits her. Yeah. Which which for for those that have not caught up in the comics and have have been with us since the last episode. Yes, Andrea has passed and that and was hard man dude that was i mean it's not a glenn but it was up there you and i i think when we we saw each other you were like man did you read the last episode or did you read the last issue i was like no it hurt it was it was a gut puncher man it hurt, um I, look she's awful in the show and for those who just watched the show and don't read the book you cannot judge, judge. andrea on that performance in the show because that andrea in the show is terrible but andrea in the book is just the coolest character. She's probably my one of my. I would say top three favorite characters in that comic was easily. Well, oh geez, now you was. had to do that. Was maybe still is. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I'm just excited. Very end of the uh, very end of the uh, latest issue, seven oh one. I think it was seven oh one. Seven oh one was it or one seventy one? I'm sorry, one seventy one. Not that far along on that book. Got my numbers mixed up. Uh, one seventy one with uh, Jesus and uh, Aaron, and Beta. Oh, yeah. Beta comes up right behind him. Although you, it's one person not to sneak up on is Jesus, right? Like at least we've got parkour ninja Jesus. This yeah. is not this is not the man who. Like, when that happens, it's like, oh, crap, what's going to happen? But Aaron might die. Yeah. Aaron can't. All that has to happen is, is, is um, like, let's say Jesus gets grabbed from behind, right? Sure. And then Aaron goes to try and save him, and Aaron is not capable of fighting the way right. Jesus is. Right. That's going to be a stab, and that's the end of that. I think that would be interesting because what you see with the characters, obviously, in the show and on, in the comics as well, too, once they start to feel... A certain type of happiness. The moment somebody's happy. Yeah, like he's settled down even, and he made that comment in the in the comic saying, "Like I think this is good for the future." Some and something like to that. To everybody that. likes Jesus. Everybody. Everybody likes Jesus. So if I don't think they'll kill Jesus, but I think if they kill Aaron, mm. it would be enough of a of a change to the Jesus character that he would become very dark and vengeful. Yeah, which like, would also help which with. Is, very different of who he is. Yeah, so it'll it'll make it interesting. So it's, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see where that goes. Um, it was nice having having Beta come back though, because it was like when Whisperer Wars ended, and but it didn't really end. You were like, oh come on, where did he go? Like, what happened to him? The one thing we don't need in The Walking Dead is a rogues gallery. Like we already have some cool villains. Shane was a great villain. Governor was an awesome villain. Yeah, I mean, I I always disagree with people. Like, I don't really see J- Shane as really like a villain. He Shane wasn't... tried to kill Rick when he was alive in the book. I know, but remember he... Carl had to kill him. <sighs> we we like to think of Shane from the TV show, right? Where he died, he became a zombie, and then that's when he got shot. But let's remember in the book. Carl had to kill him, and he was not a zombie. I remember. It's just like I don't know. Like he wasn't he, like there as like a not, villain. He was more like a like a like a. He was um, a broken man. That's what made him the best villain. Sure, but he was, he didn't he wanted Rick's life. Right. Well, he, he didn't. He it got to a point with him where he was willing to kill his best friend because what he knew his happiness after the apocalypse was gone. What I would say though is I see him more as a villain to Rick, whereas all the other villains, Governor Negan. Uh, Alpha, they're all villains to the actual well, sure, society and to Rick's the group. the main character. I mean, Joker, yeah. Joker's Batman's villain. Sure. I mean, but it, I don't know. It's and just imagine uh, yes. how different these books would be if if Shane got his way. I I totally see what you're saying. I don't know. I just never looked at like but I, he is. He's a villain. I I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. He was definitely the villain of that. We'll arc. agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, but then yeah, Governor. Then going into Negan. Then going into um, the Whispers. Right. Because I mean, that's what's also great about this. Although all that war is phenomenal, the Whisperers were the best villain. Yeah, yeah. And but we don't need them to all survive. Like I get that Negan's a good read, sure, and I get that the Whisperers are cool. But if everybody starts surviving this stuff and they start coming back for other issues, like this is Batman or the Flash or something, right? It's gonna lose something cool. I agree. It it loses its uh, originality in a sense of just creating like a, when you see a new villain pop up, it's exciting. Like when the whispers came up, we were like, "This is awesome!" Well, it's like they can talk with that. Right? Hell? They blocking with knives. What right. is happening? So my thing is, what's next? Right. So princess is a nice little intro to a new character. Well, we, we know there's this group that just seems to be nowhere. This what? Remember they went? Oh, the, right, 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 right. The, we haven't seen so, this group yet. So maybe that's the new. Maybe that's the next thing. So I guess we'll 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 wait and see. Uh, what comes with that? 
it'll be something where like the group themselves is going to seem very normal. It's going to be more like Woodbury in the show. Because mm. Woodbury, they they were not the crazy ones, right? Woodbury, or like Terminus in the show. Sure. You know what I mean? On the surface, everything seems normal, and then we're going to find uh, out that there's some like sick people. Maybe, maybe that would, maybe, no, maybe that's how they could they, swing it into, yeah, the, they, into they, the comic. They talk, they talk to you on the radio, lure you in. Yeah. You know, and even though the, the conversations went for that long, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm talking out my ass here. I don't, sure. really, I don't really know. I, I liked Terminus. I liked the concept of Terminus. I always wish that they kind of uh, gave that a few, uh, a little bit more room to grow with that. Cause I thought that was kind of cool. I, I like that. How that kind of, that's another good example them. of, of Gimbal. Yeah. Uh, t- stretching out something and making it cool. Sure. I like that they, a lot. But every time we get a Terminus, we also get a farm. Right. You know what I mean? Like every time I want to give you credit, you also give me something else that it's like you have to apologize for. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we'll see what happens in uh, season. Uh, wow. Season eight, episode two. Um, we'll look forward to the next issue. See what yeah. happens to Jesus. Uh, on that note, uh, give us a like, give us a share. It goes a long way. A comment. A yeah. rate. If you want to rate us on iTunes, even then, if you guys want to hear something new, hear something different, give us some feedback. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Uh, on that note, I'm Ian followed by my man, Menti, my man, Menti, <laughs> my man, Menti. way too alliteration. Yeah. Stan Lee would be proud. Oh, that's, that's what I live my for. Made man, Menti. That's what I live for. Just to make Stan Lee happy. Dude. Yes. <laughs> awesome. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care. Deuces.